Welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout, and I'm on a mission to declutter my house one disc at a time. Hello and welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout, and today I'm joined by my friend Tim, also known as Timmy. How you doing, Tim? How you doing? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Fallout New Vegas, the Xbox 360 version. But first, a brief history. Fallout New Vegas is the fourth installment in the Fallout franchise, produced by Obsidian and Bethesda Studios. This game takes place in a post-nuclear Fallout, Las Vegas, Nevada. The city was taken over by an army of mysterious robots owned by the elusive Mr. House. Mr. House used his robots to return law and order to the city, as well as electricity and commerce. The game centers around a character known as The Courier. As The Courier, your objective is to navigate this radioactive wasteland, mingling with factions and completing quests that progress the story. The story centers around the political struggle between the New California Republic, also known as the NCR, and and the antagonists of the story, known as Caesar's Legion. The NCR are attempting to replicate modernized culture like you and I know today. Caesar's Legion, on the other hand, are a brutal warmongering culture hell-bent on enslaving the weak, torturing sinners, and leaving a trail of bodies behind them wherever they go. How did the fate of Las Vegas fare in the hands of Miles and Timmy? Let's find out now. So, uh, I guess we'll start with our actual, like, history of this game. You and I started playing this game without telling each other ten years after it came out, at the same time. Yes, it was really interesting. And in addition to that, I mean, we hung out all the time, which made it even weirder that, like, we ran into it at the same time, but we weren't, like, talking about it beforehand. We just kind of fell into it simultaneously. And then we kind of brought it up, like, I started playing this game, and it's it's interesting. And, <laughs> and uh, when we realized we were both, like, it was, that uh, is definitely one of the most fun playthroughs I've ever had kind of in addition to that because it was like i played a game long after it was new but i still got water cooler like correspondence where i was you know playing it and then like oh dude so where are you at you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. the kind of stuff that people do when games are new which is like a five-day window i feel like nowadays you know what i mean and we got it 10 years after the fact yeah and i had like I had very little knowledge about what Fallout was before that. I don't know how much you knew, but it was legit. Every feature was like discovering something amazing. And we both were like, did you know if you hit the X button when you're doing this, you'll actually reload your gun? What? And, <laughs> yeah. And you showed me how like VATS works and shit. Yeah. I mean, I just remember the only Fallout I'd seen before that was like, I maybe saw a picture of the second or first game. And I was just like, that doesn't look like a game I'd want to play. And it was, you know, game, I think it was like a screenshot from like playing on PC game, kind of an older format. You know, you could see the graphics were kind of outdated. So I just assumed like when I saw Fallout, I'm like, oh, that's just a game that I probably wouldn't be interested in. And then if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was you that related it directly to Skyrim and be like, it's basically Skyrim with guns. And that was the moment I was like, wait, what is this? Like cowboy skyrim with guns and monsters yeah uh we actually got it from our friend chris well i got i got a copy from my friend chris and he's like you gotta play this game and the very very first time i played it i gave it 10 minutes and i went to shoot a fire gecko with a rifle 
and I shot it like 15 times and it didn't die and it like bit me and my leg went crippled and I was overwhelmed and it was like radiation. And I was like, fuck this game. So I put it down for well over a year and then just randomly I picked it up and you the same fucking week picked it up. What I th- And I think what happened is you let me borrow the disc. It was on my Xbox 360, but it was available for download. But since I had the disc, it I don't I don't remember. It let you download it for free. I don't think so. I mean, I either got it for very cheap or I really don't remember how I ended up getting it. But I just knew that I wanted it. I got it in the five dollar bin at Fye, and it was the best five dollars. Nice. I it's among yeah. the top five five dollar investments I've ever made in my life. Yeah, that game was so good. I think good. we were, and we were both like kind of past the beginning like the very beginning of that game when we had realized that we were both playing it. Holy shit, this is like mm-hmm. a really good game. And it's weird because since then, like I have like I play a lot of really good games and I don't play too many new games when they come out. I'm kind of overwhelmed by it honestly, and it's, you know, it's pretty expensive if you just want to buy every new game, but I feel like with Fallout like I there's a certain charm to that first time that we discovered it that you know i just haven't really felt since then so yeah it's there's a lot of games like that like once you really discover the ma- the majesty of what it is it's a totally different experience than once you already know what it's like and you're like methodical about it so yeah like i kind of had that i had a not that we're going to talk about fallout 4 too much today but just a little bit of what i'm talking about is i played fallout new vegas and i was completely charmed by it and when I played Fallout 4, I was like, oh, they made the controls better. This is the same game. Like, it was so much less immersive because it wasn't my first time. And I can, that's also true of, like, Far Cry and Assassin's Creed and shit. Like, once I already know how everything really goes, I find it less immersive. So it was just a magical combination of getting, like you said, the water cooler talk and the fact that we both started at the same time. We're discovering shit, and we it just was so much fucking fun. Totally. I don't... I can't say about any other fallout game or even like skyrim like how many times i've just set out to make a new character to try something different and find out you can still experience the game different um you know a lot of the stuff that's in the game after your second third you know kind of running around all over the place but you still realize shit that you never did before or you realize the benefit of going with certain perks that you didn't even think were relevant before something that i two things i didn't appreciate the first time i played through and then by the end of it i was like this is the coolest shit ever where the repair system and the faction systems are unrivaled in any other game Mm. it's so good i was so mad that your guns would deteriorate over time at first holy shit i love that now it's Mm. it's like adds a whole new element just like trying to find the right kind of damn pistol yeah and i mean it really goes with what kind of fallout is like the post-apocalyptic nuclear fallout you know survival so naturally your guns probably aren't great to begin with it's not a shiny new gun it's probably covered in crap and mm-hmm. you know what i mean shoots like shit can we cuss yeah we can, we can cuss awesome the fucking varmint rifle is the way to go at the yeah, beginning a little pipsqueak mm-hmm. yeah. they uh so the repair system, it was a huge pain in the ass when you first start, but once you know what you're fucking doing, oh my god, that it's so satisfying to like be really limited about your resources and stuff. And they eliminated that in later games, so it's it's just like I wish that they put that in the newer ones. Like it's I kind of miss it, but better than even that is the system for factions. 
just being able to wear one faction's clothing and walk into their headquarters yeah, and start cool. popping them and shit. That is cool. Who? What factions did you usually side with when you play this game? I really, I, I really did try them all, and I always kind of ultimately ended up turning on whoever just because it was fun. It mm-hmm. kept the game kind of going. It's fun to be evil too. Let's mm-hmm. not get ourselves. I would probably just go with the NCR or. Uh, caesars but it was usually very satisfying to earn all the trust of the ncr and then get you know to a reasonable level and you can just go in guns and blazing after you've already i don't Mm -hmm. know i i approach all the bethesda games in a kind of like get everything you can do all the important quests reach the highest rank and then just obliterate everything because you can I so don't do that. I do it, and I love it. Every time I hand you the controller when I play one of these games, you're like, hey, do you have a Switchblade? No. Here, try buy a Switchblade, and you just like yeah. buy it, and you run around, and you just start stabbing people. I, I do mean, not I've, play those games I've like gotten, that. I've gotten better in that I literally will play the story like I will do the role-playing aspect where I'm, you know, I have like a certain idea in mind of like what this character mm. is like, and then at the end he just goes and he just snaps fucking kills everybody (laughs) i like i don't kill innocent people in those games like well it's it's usually what usually happens sorry to cut you off it's usually that what happens is i you know make a character and play the game and i'm happy with you know the, the decisions that i made or whatever and then two months go by and then i go oh yeah i want to play this game and i instead of like figuring out like what was i doing in the save file i will just be like all right so this is when he turns on everybody because it's very easy just to because here's the thing you spend a lot of time in those games like acquiring inventory but you realize that like you're you're saving and when you stop playing you just have a really good inventory so it's fun to just kind of deplete that and you're just taking you know psycho jet constantly or getting a little bit more that like five percent more out of the game for me i mean um i'm playing through it this I think is my third time playing through it. Um, uh-huh. I'm not quite done with it, but I uh, I'm trying to do things totally different. I decided to go with the uh, Brotherhood of Steel. in In New Vegas, it is so hard to do things for them because every mission they have has like eight waypoints, and you can do it however you want. But they're all so far apart, and you have to talk to specific people about specific things. But don't mention this to them, and it's yeah. like I can't keep track of all that shit. Is that how Brotherhood of Steel is? Did you manage to do that correctly? Like, I can't... Every time I get mad at them and I just leave them in the hole in the ground and say, fuck their missions. Yeah. They're they're pretty political. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're kind of a little weirder. I did... A, uh, the last playthrough I did, which I want to ask you a question after this thought, but okay. the last time I played, it was a totally different experience with the Brotherhood of Steel because I don't think I ever went the option of having to, like not infiltrate them but i ended up like pickpocketing all the three keys that like allow you to do the self-destruct no and shit then you do the self-destruct and everyone just starts shooting at you immediately and it was just like the most fun i had in that playthrough i think was getting to the main like the middle of this like complex and you know how like much mm-hmm. you have to run around to get to where you need to very inconvenient but it's like it's a big place big underground bunker the the most fun i had was getting from like the depths of that to the surface fighting myself the or fighting the entire way trying to pick up enough stuff that i'm not over encumbered yeah i was picking up a (laughs) lot of valuable shit Mm. and obviously not dying and like literally i had to start a couple like i had to reload the file 
from literally like turning the key or whatever to make it self-destruct just so I could like take enough drugs and do enough stuff to, to not, not die immediately mm-hmm. as well as like get to the surface. And I don't know the, the game like also was like, you know, if you're good at the game, now is the time to be good at it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As far as like getting behind cover and, you know, it's rewarding to do super challenging things like, yeah. Hey, this is a super th- challenging level. thing you should yeah. try. But yeah. did you have power armor? I've never been able to get power armor in that I game. Think, I think it prevented me from getting the power armor because they teach you how to mm. equip it or they allow you to equip it. And I went there and I was like, hey, can I join you? And they're like, sure. And then I just blew it up like immediately. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't know, it's like a Caesar's mission. I probably should have read up a little bit on it because I haven't played it in probably about six months or so, but... That was that was a ton of fun. So what I've been meaning to ask you is, what was your favorite spec as far as like how you gave the character attributes? Like, what kind of weapons did they use? Like, what was your favorite one? Because you can you can go all over the place with that. Well, I uh, I really want to do an unarmed one, but that shit is fucking impossible. Like, I have the hardest time with it. It's not easy to do. But besides that, I uh, I did relatively high medicine this time. My medicine's like fifty when oh, it's cool. usually like zero. So I'm doing all these like crazy doctor missions, which are interesting. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, hey, that guy has to have his leg amputated, and over here is a guy that's addicted like, to chems and blah blah blah. Oh, cool. And yeah, yeah they're like, I know there's sh- that mission at where the boomers are, where you have to like have like seventy to be able to like do the mission properly. I haven't even gone to the boomers yet, oh, but cool. that that's a crazy crazy faction. Like, being able to even get to them is so crazy. Yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. Uh, yeah, like, n- never in a game have I felt so challenged to just meet people. Well, that's, that's like, one of the things I really like about that, that Fallout game specifically is, like, okay, if you know about the boomers or if you don't, you can get to them so many ways. Like, you can side with people beforehand that'll basically allow you to get in very easily because they, I think they know you're coming think you can just sprint and hope the god that you make it which is usually what i do mm-hmm. i just run along the side of the left uh like mountainside yeah, there but anyway run safe, run I, safe, like, run safe. <laughs> sort of um i don't know there's there's a trick to it i'm pretty used to it now because i've played it like four or five times i'm not proud of it but mm-hmm. like I'm, i don't sweat that at all in fact i killed a guy that's standing outside there that tries to warn you that they're going to blast you mm-hmm. because you can get the roving trader shit that gives you better barter mm-hmm. from him like really early in the game just by killing him that's not early in the game like that's as far east as you can go well well okay well let's let's take a moment here and talk about like what is the first thing you do in new vegas when you start a new character or if you were to start a new one what like what do you do right away do you do the good spring stuff and like i do the go good spring it? stuff and then i like gun it for uh boone. novak because oh, i want to get boone the best sidekick character yeah, ever boone, boone is pretty cool i always am gunning it to get boone because he has the craziest backstory and he's so stoic and he will fuck everything up for you and you get the experience for it yeah once you do once you do the mission after having boone for a while you do not want to get rid of boone because no. he's you you have like an emotional attachment to him after that it's like we're brothers like, you're yeah. like damn it <laughs> did you ever take boone to the caesar's camp early accidentally yeah yeah, yeah that was that was a mistake. He's like, thanks for bringing me here. I'm not going back this after what, this. Yeah, this is my, uh, yeah, this is where I die. And there's like a couple moments where you're like, all right, bye. Well, there's a couple times too where I had to shoot MCR guys to do some missions. And he's like, those are my brothers. If you do that again, I won't hesitate to kill you. 
And there was one time where I accidentally forgot that shit and I shot an NCR guy and Boone got in between me and him and was blasting me. And I was, it scared me probably more than any Deathclaw or anything else. Yeah, you don't want to fight Boone. I was Boone. like, now I'm fucked. There, like, there's no level in that game where I'm like, I can take Boone. Like, there's no point where I'm like, this will be fine. It's really bad, though, because sometimes I'm really disrespectful to Boone because he'll go firing at, like, uh, what are those big bugs? Cazadors? Cazadors. Yeah, the, probably the unsung... Scariest bad guy. Worst bad guy. Like, yeah, worst to encounter. Like, I took a death claw, mm. daddy and mommy death claw any day over that. Ugh. But I, anyway, but you'll see Boone go, like, shooting in the distance, and you'll just see him go flying over hill because he got... Killed in two up. hits. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, sorry, Boone. Last night I was playing it, and I uh, I swam to the other side of some lake, and I uh, there's, like, this big boathouse where they store all the boats, and all these fucking... There's a huge Cazador nest, and Lindsay's like, what are those? I was like, those are scary. And she goes, <laughs> yeah, go kill them. I was just... like, all right. And I through so many grenades i managed to survive but it was bad they don't have like a lot of good loot i mean other than the fact you can get decent experience killing them but you even at a pretty high level you tend up using a lot of ammo or take a lot of damage just by fighting them they and don't they come in numbers still. they're fast they're hard to hit a spec like relying on vats is like ideal for them but uh yeah it's really easy to get screwed by them and it really sucks when you're like level six and you're running around you see them in the distance and they seem to have like a farther they have high they're they're like very sensitive to you being near them Mm -hmm. like a lot of times you don't even realize that they know you know what i mean you don't realize it's caution or Mm -hmm. danger yeah they're already there yeah Mm -hmm. they're just big flies they're big scary flies yeah but um going back to we're talking about previously was one of the biggest things I appreciate it. And I don't really, I don't really find this in the other fallout games, to be honest, even though they tried to is like the variety of kind of builds and specs and perks and ways you can make the game interesting. Yeah. What, what's the one you pick? Well, there's two that I had a lot of fun with, but one that I probably had more fun with, but it was, it was definitely more difficult was low intelligence high strength like yeah. like and i mean <laughs> and it, but like why not go to the extremes so I, I think he was one intelligence like one charisma 10 strength 10 endurance like he you know you put all your points in unarmed and, and melee right away and you can't get through some of the dialogue you literally can't pick up some of the quests um but you can run up and you know, just punch stuff and literally kill it faster than you would a gun. Yeah. It's, yeah. Do, um, can you do, like, can you, like, suplex them and stuff like you can in later Fallout games? Or is it just punch, 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 punch? I didn't, I didn't do too much with, like, vats and stuff because I wasn't really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think I had good perception either. Um, but it's funny that you said that because I didn't rely on vats too much. Like, I would use it occasionally, but, like, you know, bloat flies and you know mm-hmm. smaller enemies that are harder to shoot. Otherwise, you just kind of start blasting. Um, or if you're just trying to see if there's bad guys nearby. Um, the most satisfying playthrough for me was like pistols and vats. That's a good combo. And specializing because there are some perks in that game where you can actually just put points into pistols, and there's like the cowboy perk that gives you additional. Mm-hmm. You know, you do a bloody mess and. You know, some of the anything that go into damage for guns, and it, it saves you on weight. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's a nice perk to it. Um, I think there's a perk, if I'm not mistaken, that makes pistols way less, or if that might be another Fallout game. But anyway, you have a ton of inventory space because you're not lugging around a lot of guns. You get there are cool pistols in that game. Like there's one that you can. Uh, there's that gun, obviously. I love that gun. That you know you played with that gun far more than I. I recently discovered it like last year. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, that gun is literally the name of that yeah. gun. And it gives you like times five critical damage if it's a critical hit. And yeah. it's if you're lucky or even if you're just like doing headshots, you just fuck everybody up. It's a great early game gun yeah. for sure. And it's just the cool gun too because it shoots like rifle ammunition mm-hmm. and it, it, it shoots pretty fast too. And it glows green for some reason. Yeah, it has uh, glow sights, which is yeah, pretty it's, cool. It's a pretty cool gun. Um, there's another one that is kind of difficult to get, especially when you're like me and wanted to get it at like level five. Like, I don't want to wait to get that. I think it is the best pistol in the game as far as like damage. Um, I think it's, it's like La, La Garage or something along those lines. But do you know, there is like kind of a, a base, an NCR base kind of in the middle of the map. It's McCann? kind of like a hotel. no. I think it's south of McCarran. Um, I know what you're talking about. I keep fast traveling there. There's like a bunch of tents there, and there's mm-hmm. like you can do questing there. Yeah. Um. There is a guy, like a general or something, on like the balcony of one of the uh, part of the actual building, not where the tents are, but the building. Um. And I I just learned this online, and it's like, hey, if you kill him, you can loot the gun, and the gun's really good. And I was like, good enough for me, and low level didn't think about it. it's like you shoot the guy but also they're gonna start like blasting you right away and it ended up doing something because i did have boone with me and somehow i got away with it now i don't think the first ncr you shoot boone will flip out on you but that's I, how you got away though was you had boone well i think you. what it was is that i had like i had a save file right like i was standing right behind him he was sitting in a chair and i learned that like once you start shooting at him he gets out of the chair pulls his gun starts shooting at you and i think i just vats him like four or five times and literally by the time no i think i tried to shoot the gun out of his hand I don't think that worked though. I, I ended up just killing him and running away, and I think I got whatever's before vilified. Hated. Hated. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I was able to get it back up to speed because I think that was the time Boom was like, "Don't fucking do that," and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm done. I promise." I just well, look at this cool black revolver. <laughs> like, There's a guy at McCarran who's like one of the head ranger dudes and he has a special gun that he named and stuff and i'm just like hmm yeah i kind of want to seek him out while he's sleeping and snatch it off him but i don't even do things like that when i play i'm such an innocent like i do it the way that i'm intended to do it even though it's like they design you to do it however you want but i just like i go with the flow because if you i found out especially in skyrim if you accidentally kill someone or rip someone off that kills a lot of quests for you later, depending yeah, on who it is. Right. So I don't. I never want to get rid of any quests, but I'm. I'm not a completionist by any stretch. Like I'm not trying to get all the Riddler trophies or whatever for I don't Batman. Think, not, I don't think either of us are. No, fuck that. Well, Timmy, it looks as though you have run out of your drink. It's time for a new segment on the Disc Dump Podcast. Ooh. Are you excited? Sure. It's called "Would You Like to Try This Terrible Drink?" <laughs> <laughs> uh definitely all right so uh just to explain this a little bit 
my mom shops at discount grocery stores, and my whole life, we would just get random drinks that nobody's ever heard of, nobody's seen before, and if you like them, she'll go back and buy a whole pallet of them, basically, you just have them forever. If you don't like them, she's been buying them by the case, so you have to get through them, and uh, we didn't waste things in my house, so there was a lot of days in high school and middle school where it would be like, hey, would you like a terrible drink? And... Tim would be like, yes, and a water, and we would... <laughs> we, we would decide if it was worth just drinking the, the terrible drink. Yeah, so... There, and it's it's kind of right down the line, too. It's like a 50-50. It's like... And sometimes you could tell by the bottle, it's like, this is going to be bad. Or there was one um, not too long ago. Yeah, that one was... Uh, that was lime cucumber it was lime cucumber mint water oh it looked so good but terrible. it tasted so bad it doesn't even sound good when you break it down like that it's like wait did you say all three of those things like lime cool cucumber uh, okay yeah i mean gatorade did it and then as soon as you throw mint in there you're like hold up what kind of drink are you doing right now it was it was, it was it was viscous. viscous. Yes, yeah. it was so gross. And that like, word is the, like almost never a positive no. either. And the lime was just like it was so much lime and so little everything else. I don't it know. Was so I, gross. The mint just like it ruined it. Like I don't even know if I would enjoy mint water most of the time. I feel like it stained my teeth clear. Like, it wasn't white, it wasn't dark, it was just clear. It's like a clear cut. And it was like one of those, like, maybe the second sip won't be as bad. And just like, no, this shit is horrible. (laughs) Like, oh my god. Well, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Tim, why don't you describe what I'm doing here? Uh, He's kind of doing a little wiggle. He's he's just standing up. He's procuring (laughs) two wine glasses, (laughs) (laughs) which is a nice touch. Um, this seems to be, uh, uh, what do we have? Okay. Would, would you like to read it? This it's, uh, it, it is a hundred percent juice with coconut water. Um, probably won't say the brand, but it is apparently white grape combined with mango in addition to coconut water. So we'll give it a try. It actually doesn't sound too bad. It doesn't sound too bad as by a but big coconut brand. water is hit or miss. Yep. For me, at least. Big brand, so. I don't drink a lot of coconut water. I, I often I don't forget either. you can drink that. People are like, it's so good, so good for you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Coconut. What is it with hipsters liking things that taste mild? Like, oh, it's so good. No, it's bland. You're <laughs> right. an asshole. Oat milk. Mm. I just, yeah, you are, we're too. getting excited about coffee with soy. I'm like, mm. Alrighty, so we have our wine glasses ready uh, okay it's a terrible drink it's a terrible drink this is too much if it's bad and not enough if it's good <laughs> hmm. yeah hmm. this is somewhere in the middle it is definitely in the middle let's try again I gotta go ahead and say it's not terrible. Not terrible drink. Yep. If if we have two ratings, yeah. terrible or not terrible, this is it's, not terrible. It's enough for me to just be like, I wouldn't buy it. I'm not gonna buy that. Um, yeah. I might put my uh, my hard seltzer in it. <laughs> and I feel like I'm getting more white grape than anything. It's definitely heavy on the white grape, but yeah. it's got that. Uh, I don't even really get the coconut. I'm gonna try try again, looking for the coconut. 
I don't think I have a good palate, so I'm the wrong person to do this. It's terrible if you drink it like a sommelier. It's really terrible if you drink it like a sommelier. Is that how sommeliers drink? Yeah, you, you gotta. They don't slurp it up like no, that. No, no, you gotta, you gotta like get the air in while you're sipping it. Jeez. Oh, oh yeah. Give me a break. There's no, there's no <laughs> way a sommelier would drink like that. Ever. Usually, I cut out the drinking sounds whenever <laughs> almost, we drink. But... Almost have a little bit come out of it. <laughs> how would be though if you were at like a five star <laughs> restaurant and the sommelier was like he sips the wine and like a little bit comes out and goes on his shirt and you're like really dude? He has a purple stain. Yeah. Talking about how proper he, he is. He tries to talk when the wine's in his mouth. He's like, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> it's good, guys. It's really good. So we're going with not terrible. Did you ever find that coconut in there? Um, no, not at all. It's, it's grape juice with. I it's grape juice with. There's no mango. I, I taste no mango whatsoever. It's grape juice. I taste the coconut, but it's it's really bad if you get the air in there. Yeah, I feel like the white the uh, the mango and the coconut water kind of. I don't know. Equal each other out. Kind, kind of, of offset each other, and I then guess. you got more white grape going on. I think. But overall, the verdict is definitely not bad. Yep. So that would we'll, definitely we'll, be a palate. We'll put the not terrible stamp on it. And what is the brand of the not terrible drink now that we're giving it the not terrible <laughs> rating? It would be Welch's. Welch's, yes. This would be Welch's 100% juice with coconut water. Oh. Not terrible. I wish I had like a stamp sound, like burn. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's quite good, actually. Yep. Speaking of drinks, what's your favorite Fallout drink? The only video game you have that makes you drink constantly. Sunset Sarsaparilla is obvious. Yeah. I want to try some. Me too. Game makes you want some, but I really would like to try Nuka-Cola. Yeah. I got to say uh, probably like Nuka Cherry or something. Yeah, that would be wild. It's always like kind of like, I don't know. It's something about like those items in the game that don't make a huge difference in how you play it. But when you find one, you're like, ooh. Yeah, you like, get. It, that's different. Nuka Cola Quantum. Recover 300 <laughs> points of health. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, Quantum is awesome. Mm-hmm. Always a good uh, good thing to find. I uh, Too good, to, but too good to use. Like, all my, if I yep. could probably pull up every load, like, save file and Fallout. You have a handful. And they all of them. have at least one or two Quantums that is for a rainy day. And it's funny because you save items like that as like this is for an extreme combat situation, and you're really not worried about any of the combat in the game at all. No, you kill everything before you even get close totally. enough to it to worry yeah. about it. I'm yeah, I'm definitely snipers all the way. Like all of my guns are sniper rifles except for one pistol and one submachine yeah, okay. gun. Yeah, the first time I played Fallout, I probably will never play a game like that again. I was first of all, I was just terrified. Cause I didn't go and I didn't go and Google and like you know where do I go what do I do what can I fight like I found all of it out playing it and talking to you, and I I'm pretty sure when I started in Good Springs there's a lot of those like danger signs mm-hmm. and you it's like don't go in there and I was like ah I play Skyrim all the time I'll be okay all you gotta do is do the thing where you press B and it pauses the game you take all the items and you're good to go well no. There are like Cazadors, like right away mm-hmm. if you go that direction. And I just remember being terrified mm-hmm. of any possible villain or new villain. And every time I saw a new villain in the first playthrough 10 years ago, I was like, oh no! <laughs> I, was, yes. I was like, what is it? What the fuck is that? Um, but I would kill everything from 
far away. There were points where I was sniping stuff with the varmint rifle without any attachments or anything, but you a would somehow is a make headshot. it. Yeah, you'd somehow make it. The uh, one of the rarer monsters in the game that like are totally easy to miss. I bumped into them towards the end of my first playthrough. They were the Night Stalkers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they like yeah. turn invisible and they have yep. rattlesnake tails, but they're like tigers. Yeah, they're really interesting. They don't have like eyes either. No, like I was on the top of a mountain just like scoping shit out, and I heard a weird sound, and I was like fucking surrounded by them. And I had made it. I was like level thirty five, and I'd never seen them, and I was like, what the fuck? Like I thought I knew everything about the yeah. game, and it was just another one of those moments. <laughs> Those scorpions are no fucking joke either. Yeah. The big ones, like, if you go the make a wrong turn at the beginning of the game, you're just going to be running for your life from scorpions for a long time. Oh, so I asked you earlier, you said the first thing you would do in a game would be you go to Novak. Yeah, Novak's my main zone. What do you do? Well, the, the reason I'm bringing that up again is I usually now will go straight to New Vegas mm -hmm. and just get it on the map. Um, because Freeside is still a really good area to quest, even if you're a low level. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems to be fine. Um, you can get a shit ton of XP right around Freeside. Make probably, a lot of friends. Probably, yeah, probably in, like, you know, accumulated three hours of playing, you probably do most of the stuff in Freeside if that's all you do. And there's a lot of fun stuff. Like, I really like doing those missions, so I don't mind doing them all. Like, you mm -hmm. have the one where you guard the laser gun store with that guy and you have oh, yeah. to like let people in or not let them in um there's the one with the kings and you have to help out that elvis looking guy and there's like they're like having shootouts and stuff with the ncr because there's people lying about trading and stuff like that mm. it's it's man the i go straight for that what a clever idea of shit <laughs> like bethesda has that that knack that they're just like what's a tiny detail about this place that's super interesting and they make it a huge thing like in right. new vegas it was the elvis college right they're, and they're in they're in las vegas and they like idolize this like elvis persona and probably don't even know who elvis presley realistically is yeah you can talk to him and he's like nobody really knows who he is yeah <laughs> and it's like what yeah. and, and nobody talks more than them than their leader the king yeah which is hilarious he's he's amazing and they uh that that's super awesome and then like fallout 4 the institute is based on the boston institute of robotics like oh, what the fuck yeah, yeah it's crazy like that's really cool. all those robots that you see that like people try and knock them over and they can't knock them over yeah that's the boston like that's where they foresee it go it's crazy how bethesda has got like such a magical touch on everything they do yeah they they don't just do like well here are good guys here are bad guys it's like it's these guys and those guys None of them are like there's bad and good associated with all of them, depending mm -hmm. on how you play the game. That's Some... that's what this all boils down to is there's so many ways to experience and play the game. That's why it it's crazy. It never plays the same twice. Never. I'm, I'm gonna rattle off some factions and you're gonna tell me if you ever fucks with them, if you ever join them or you ever kill them. Uh, we're gonna start easy. Powder gangers. Did you ever uh, join the Powder I Gangers? I did join them once. Really? Yeah. Man, that would be so hard to fuck with both the NCR and Le Caesar's they're, they're Legion. They're kind of like a lower, like they, like most part of the maps, you don't even, they're not even relevant. No. Um, 
But joining them in the beginning is definitely pretty satisfying. So if you just want to be a villain, it's a little bit more difficult. If you're in good with them, you kind of have to fuck with uh, Caesar's guys and the NCR a little yeah, bit. So it kind of puts you like, kind of low on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. So I usually don't pursue it too hard. What about uh, the Great Cons, the drug dealers? Usually pick them off, only because they're in that canyon there, and I like to stand on top of the mountain and shoot all of them. They, they're a weird bunch, They guys. really are. They're, they're eccentric. Yeah, they're the biker gang of Fallout yeah. New Vegas. Um, how about, well, we've already talked about the NCR and Caesar's Legion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the cannibals in, uh, in the Strip? Oh, the yeah, the Ultra Looks. Man, that place gives me the creeps, yeah, man. Yeah, place is crazy. I don't, I don't even <laughs> like spending that much time in there. And I remember the last uh, last time I played, and it was uh, when we were rooming together. <laughs> I was, like, so annoyed because, like, I like I played Fallout for an hour or two for, like, three days in a row. And it was all in there because I was trying to do certain shit, and I couldn't remember it or figure it out. I was like, damn it, I am so sick of these people. They have that crazy Hannibal Lecter build, like... Their right. their strength is high and their their intelligence is super high and their medicine is super and high. And remember, like I'd probably done all the free side stuff, but I was still a pretty low level. Mm-hmm. And there's like when you do the missions and I think you what I did basically every time was talk to the people that are kind of around the outside of it. Mm-hmm. They they like my our son went missing in that casino and you go oh, looking yeah. for him. It would be cool to kind of like see if you can side with them. I'm sure there's a way to like get involved. It. Yeah, you okay. can side with them. And what you do is you basically like you join either one of two sides in their group. Like one guy is like, "We want to keep eating people," and the other side is like, "No more eating people." And yeah, yeah and because I always play the good side, I went with no more eating people. But you can definitely side with. I would like to continue to eat people. I guess I'm lawful evil in a way because I always take those dudes out. I'm just like, you all deserve to die yeah. by my hand. What about that nasty fucking Gamora? That place is disgusting. The place is disgusting, but one of the, I think, most underappreciated casinos in the Strip because... That's the one with all the skinheads in it, right? Well, the last time I played it, and this is the eighth or ninth year of me playing this game, there's like a courtyard. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. I yeah, there's those away. missions. There's like this whole, yeah, the, those the, missions were cool as hell. The missions where the prostitutes are like, help me get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I did that. Oh, that was fun. You know what's nice? It. That courtyard brings me to my main point of this game right now. I can play it on my Xbox One. I bought it. It's in an Xbox One box, and I opened it, and the disc is an Xbox 360 game. I was like, yeah. I already own this fucking game. Anyway, That's so funny. uh I... uh what the difference between playing this on the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One is when you do that mission, she goes, follow me to my room. And she goes through like six doors. Every one of those doors is five minutes of loading on an Xbox oh, 360. Man. It was the yeah, worst. Yeah, I think that's why I hated playing it mm-hmm. on the 360 because I was like, this is bullshit. Five minutes of fun for five minutes of loading. That yeah. shit fucking sucked. But I was into some other stuff back then that I was able to occupy my time with particularly uh smoking cigarettes so like that's that's what i would do is i'd smoke a cigarette in every break and by then i was chain smoking and not feeling so good wow but that was how i made do with that time but (sighs) that's that's terrible (laughs) yeah it was pretty not great but yeah um so that was what else is crazy about loading screens i started smoking <laughs> what uh what else about Gamora is cool? You seem like you were pretty enthusiastic about it. Uh taking out the like the bosses 
mm-hmm. after you earn their trust. My place though. That's that's My the way you though. do it. Oh hell yeah. Did you ever notice you can buy a gun that they're like you can conceal it inside the casinos, but if you already have that gun, mm-hmm. you can't conceal it inside the casino. You have well, to buy it from that one fucking dude. <laughs> Not necessarily. You can if your sneak is high enough, you can do it without anybody helping you out. Um there's the guy in the store and I think there's a guy on the strip. There's like a couple of guys mm-hmm. that'll sell you weapons that you can sneak in and out, but after a certain sneak threshold and I think there's another exploit that probably lets you keep most of your guns. I can't think of it. I don't even know if that's true, but I usually have something on me because when I did the ultra Lux stuff, the last time I remember I didn't have any weapons at all. And they and like ambush me. you and shit. Well, it pissed me off. You do part of the mission and like after you talk to a guy, you'll just leave that room. And I just remembered I was in like the bathhouse. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even want to be here. And there's just guys running up to me with canes and they're just like, tush, tush, tush. And like you got to be kidding me. Like how do you that even shit know takes so here? long to kill them when you have no unarmed at all? Oh my God. It takes so long to kill them. And if you, if you so, and you know, you run to another part of the casino and they just go through the doors. Like you, it, there's no safety in like going into an area that loads in that game. Cause they just, they, they literally just follow you, you. Yeah. which I love that. But at the mm-hmm. same time in that game, and then you go out and they have the silence pistols and you just hear them. Psh, 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 and you're like, damn it. And you I, just, you <laughs> look at the map and there's all these like little red bars all over, like all around you. And you're like, damn it, these people. And it's only some of them, like some of them are working there and they're like, Hey, when I walk by them and there's one's trying to kill me. Did you ever go in the basement of that place? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. There's like a dude with a flamethrower down there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That guy's crazy. Yeah, there's that other guy that you tell him, you tell him something, and he goes into the freezer. You lock him in the freezer. You that's can right. Him, you can do yeah. a couple of things. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a really interesting part of that game. But at the same time, again, skeeves me out to be in that casino. Like I've curled up, kind of talking about it since we started talking yeah. about it a little bit. Because I just like ah, oh, so creep and like they're weird looking, and that place just has like an off vibe to it. And I'm just like, Ugh. it's very eyes wide shut. They're all wearing those silly masks and yeah. shit. And then you go to the, what's the one where Benny's in? You're like, huh, it's not uh, the casino. Tops. Cool, to casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last time I played, now, if you haven't played the game, it's surprising that you're listening to this if you haven't. Yeah. But if you if you haven't played the game, there's a, there's a guy that you're basically the narrative of the game, regardless of what decisions you make, is you're basically trying to track down a guy that shot you in the head before the game starts. And he's played by the guy from Friends. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, not Matt LeBlanc, but... Matthew Perry? Matthew Perry. Really? Yeah, I believe it's so. Chandler? Yeah. That's special. Let me look it up to be sure. All right, while you look it up, there's a lot of different outcomes that can come out when you finally reach him in the tops. You can... <laughs> I, I think the first couple of times I played, I just killed him immediately without even, like... He's like, whoa, who are you? And... <laughs> like, <laughs> but... The last, I think the last time I played, I ended up taking him to Caesar's Palace. Yeah, that's what Mm -hmm. I did. Or not Caesar's Palace, but where Caesar is. And Benny was like, you know, you got to help me out here. And what I did was kind of like not what I was supposed to do. And I killed everybody at Caesar's. And then I killed Benny. I, uh, the time I, I've played two female characters and one male character in this game. Right now I'm playing a female but what I did was I took him up to his room and I fucked him 
and then he was going to kill me anyway, but I was going to kill him. What do you mean you fucked him? You can go up to the room with him and, like, seduce him and have sex with him Jesus. if you're a girl. It's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you can do that. And, like, I was just trying to get him in a room where I could kill him, and then it was, like, kind of like, oh, you got to pull the trigger on having sex with him before you can do that. And I'm like, all right, whatever, Bethesda, let's do that. Fuck it. I'll have sex with Matthew Perry. Sentences I didn't expect to say today. Anyway, um, so... I just realized I was wrong. I brought Benny to Caesar, and I killed Benny for Caesar, and then Caesar um, was like, I am pleased, and I was like, I'm gonna kill you too. Caesar is fucking hard in that game, because he's in a tent with all those dudes with ballistic yeah, fists. it's not even that he's hard. It's the it's the guys that are around him, yeah. It's the only time I used a mini nuke in that Have whole game. Have you seen... There's a video of a guy, I believe he pickpockets bombs into all of the guards... And then he, like, uses a detonator and sets and them off. he does something crazy like that, but, like, you just watch the slow-motion deaths of all of the guards exploding, like, in unison. That's crazy. Yeah, and it was playing, like, in in the Hall of the Mountain King, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, dun, 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 dun. It was something mm-hmm. stupid like that. It's like, this is awesome. But he literally did it without lifting a finger. Uh, the part where I'm at right now, I'm super satisfied because I forgot all about this part, is the part where you're hunting down the fiends that, like, yeah. fucked over the NCR. One of my favorite missions. I just killed the one that, like, rapes the girl and she turns into a lesbian. That shit is crazy. Like, she... What? The one girl, Cook Cook, is the name of the fiend. Oh. He, oh, I didn't... he rapes a girl because her spotter didn't watch her back and she I was sniping. Yeah, and she... Uh, so then, if you're a female character, she comes onto you super fucking hard the whole time it's talking how you're a piece of ass and stuff and if you're a man a man character she's just like fuck you i don't want anything to do with you wow but like she's like so scarred and damaged by being raped is that that, like a dialogue that they tell you that yeah like and then you have to if you talk to her like corporal or whatever he tells you to convince her to go seek counseling so the person that you talk to if you convince her to do it you have to go to the doctor and let her know that she's coming and when you go there she's a lady who gives you crazy implants and shit and i had forgotten all about that so last night i was like oh my god i forgot about all this cool shit that's going on that is really cool Twelve thousand caps for healing and shit i ruined i ruined a playthrough once because i showed up to the doctor's office and i was somehow kill on sight I was mm-hmm. like, no, I want to buy stuff from you. Because you fucking killed the guy that had the gun and you were really excited no, about the it gun. Wasn't that playthrough. It was a different one. Hmm. I don't know, but I was freaking pissed, dude. I was yeah. like, you got to be joking. This is terrible. Um, I had two more things I wanted to talk about. Oh, my favorite moment. Okay, you were there with me when I figured out when I got to see the actual Mr. House. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I was, like, further ahead than you in that way, and you're further ahead in another way than yeah. me. So, like, you sat, you came in and you sat down. I was like, dude, this is a big moment. And we were both just like, whoa. So you mean, do you do you mean the first time you encounter Mr. House? At no, the when top you go the, down. When you go, oh, and you see yeah. him there. And I think, like, right away I was like, I need to do what he did. And yeah. I, like, went back and played <laughs> through it again. Yeah, I was having was a really cool hard time. I was having such a hard time deciding if I should kill him or not. Like, at that point, I had destroyed all of his robots. He had no more control over anything. I had taken over, and he was like, "You can choose to kill me, or you can leave <laughs> that me." That was a really cool way to close out a certain like ending to that game, where it was so mysterious. Like, you keep hearing Mister House, you keep seeing Mister House, and when you show up to the place where he's supposed to be, 
there's nothing there except for some of these robots, but otherwise it's dead. And you're like, what the hell is this? And it's a picture of a guy on a screen. It's obviously not the guy. It's like, you know, like a real villain. You know what I mean? Like He's kind so of, snarky and shitty. And it's like, it was kind of like a movie. You don't actually find out he's this little, like, withered, you know, barely alive Desiccated zombie. Yeah. yeah, in this, like, you know, chamber, sophisticated enough to keep him alive, even though he shouldn't be. And he's like... Yeah, Mr. House, that part was probably my favorite part of the whole game was, like, I had no idea what oh, I was yeah. about to see. Uh, what was your favorite part of the game? That's a good question. The first playthrough was probably the, the most I had actually done for one character. Definitely got to mm -hmm. the highest level. Yeah, pretty me much too. had every gun. Basically went everywhere on the map. It was just the feeling of taking down the big, the big death claws and mm -hmm. not being afraid of them. Yeah. <laughs> like that quarry, I avoided like the plague, which I know most players do and... The one guy listening to this is like, I'm not, I'm not scared of the quarry. <laughs> you need help because you can't enjoy yourself in the quarry. It's it's a weird, desolate, bleak part of the game where there are just terrifying demons running around. Demon you, dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. And they're big. Like the ones that I'm talking about, the... The mama and the daddy. Which, what is it? Father, grandfather? Or something? I don't know. It's something like that. But it is like, when you see it, you're like, that's a different one. And <laughs> I just remember... I had to take it out with several shots from the anti-material rifle, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, a freaking cannon, dude. It's a 50 caliber, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drink some more of this terrible drink. All right, well, while we're doing it, I'm going to try it with some mango truly in it, and we're going to see if that amplifies the mango. Yeah, I'm just mixing drinks. I mean, I tend to do shit like this, and then it never works out, so let's have some. Remind me of a guy that he had two $3 bottles of wine. And he tried them both, and he was like, these are terrible. Maybe they'll be good if I mix them together. And before I could be like, no. <laughs> and he mixed them all together. And he was like, that's even worse. Well, yeah. Two $3 bottles of wine put together doesn't make a $6 <laughs> bottle of wine. I mean, even Which if it is did, still bad. <laughs> Maybe it does make a $6 Jeez. bottle of wine. This is actually pretty good with the seltzer in it. You're welcome to a splash if you want. Well, it makes sense why it's like white grape. Mm -hmm. Over the top because of the brand. I said a splash, bro, not half my cane. Oh, shit. It's I didn't okay. think about it. I, just, no, I was okay. like looking at the. <laughs> I'm just teasing. It's all good. Fill the volume of the glass. You have a full wine glass of not terrible drink. That's a good feeling. <laughs> we're moving up. We're moving, we're moving up. up. So, so, yeah, that's a segment that we're only going to do with Tim, by the way. This terrible drink. Um. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you that the first time you play through is probably the most experience you get because that's the only time I fucked with Dead Claw, Death Claws. Mm -hmm. And I never found – the first time I played through, I never found the boomers. I never found the any of the mutant oh, yeah. stuff. I never did oh, Black Mountain. Joe, uh, Jonestown. Yeah, Jonestown. I never yeah, – I don't think it's called Jonestown. It's not called Jonestown? Jacobstown. Jacobstown. I never found Jacob's Jacobstown. Jacobstown is the bad thing that happened. Yeah, that's the Kool-Aid. Um, <laughs> it's very similar. But I never did Black Mountain or Black Mountain's Jacobstown. Dope. I did it Black later. But the first time I played through, I did. I went so much deeper on the things I did do, but I didn't do everything because once you hit level 40, every, you no longer have other missions. You have to do the Battle of Hoover Dam. Yeah. I like that they made guns that have names. Like, mm -hmm. on Black Mountain, you get Annabelle, which is the rocket launcher. 
Like, they have, like, a special gun that has, like, some kind of... There's a pistol called Maria. Think, I've had Maria Yeah, before. you've had Maria. And, like I said, it's, like... There's that other gun that that guy has at uh, Camp McCarran. Yeah, I, I kind of want to steal that shit from him. I just killed him and took you, it. Well, you're not very nice. That's, hey, um... the way I see it, it's every man for himself. And you know what's crazy is if you kill, like, one of their high-ranking guys, they don't start blasting you. Well, I think I think they would, but... You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to kill a couple guys for them to be like, hey, stop that. (laughs) It's like the only thing that kind of takes you out of it a little bit. Mm Because even if you pointed their gun, they'd all, like, have their guns on you in a second. But even in Skyrim, like, if you kill someone without anybody seeing you, you're fine. But not in Fallout. You kill one guy that... That's the only thing that I'm just a little... er Like, you could be... It's nighttime, there's nobody around, and you're stealing shit, and you're losing karma because it's like, what, do I feel bad? What is this? Yeah. You can get vilified, or you can go down in um, reputation with a faction by doing stuff and not being seen. Yeah. It's just like, hey, it's not nice that you did that. Well, I think that they improved that later. I like to think maybe they like realize later that you stole it. It's like, that was probably that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they wake okay. up without any clothes I got on. One. What's the most difficult part of the game? Because I have one. I definitely have one that was like, like save, reload, save, reload. So, yeah. It wasn't like that. It was like reload, 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 reload. But like, at the second you start the game, you have to press B, and you have to do everything in your inventory, and you literally just go like, I don't care if I walk out of here with nothing. I'm walking out of here. Assassinating Caesar. No awesome. hesitation. That was the hardest fucking part of that game. I yeah, was able to like, clear out the whole camp. I killed well over 100 Caesar's Legion people. Just getting through five dudes in a tent was the hardest fucking part. Because the tent's walls are made of cast iron or some shit. Because you can't just run out of the tent like a normal tent. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking bad. What I had to do was I did a ste- I had to tell Boone to wait outside. I had to put on a stealth boy. Much like you right now. You're a stealth boy trying to take a drink off Mike. Um, I had to take a stealth boy, so I went in completely invisible, and as soon as I was inside, I fired a mini nuke, and I just started taking stim packs and shit just to stay alive, and then the ballistics fist dudes showed up, and I had to take them out while I'm recovering health. That shit was so fucking hard. Wow. Yep. Wow. What was your hardest part? What are, What's the family in... Freeside that owns the laser gun store, the Van Graffs. The Van Graffs, yeah, that yeah. part was hard too. Well, they send you on a mission to go get uh, Cassidy out of, she's in that Mojave outpost, mm-hmm. drinking. Mm-hmm. I and that. you go and, oh, the reason that I was able to do it, which I, I meant to mention this earlier, uh, speech, having high speech. Is super important is, in that game. You can literally have a different ending to the game with speech. And I'll mm-hmm. talk about that more in a second. Um, that actually might be my favorite moment. But you convince her to sell her company or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you bring her back to the Van Graffs and they basically like have a laser rifle pointed at her head. And I think when I did this, I was a relatively low level, but I had like 80 speech. Like it was stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, they like say like you're you're cool with us killing her or something like that, and I was just like you know what I want her as my companion. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. And you're in a room. You know how like yeah. the layout is, and I just remember being like holy shit. I like should just let them kill her. And something inside was like no, I'm not gonna let them kill her. We're getting the fuck out of here. And I swear to God, I was like I was running like a bitch in circles, sprinting, and I would just like I would have an opportunity to shoot a guy. And I was just like. The- run <laughs> like um 
it was a long fight and it was like when I got out I w- I had like one HP and no inventory no other than laser healing weapons. items like just about all my ammo is gone like I used all my best stuff just to get out and I was like that's that's why I save all the stuff you know mm-hmm. what I mean for that kind of moment and then it was like well pretty much starting from scratch at this point yeah that i did the same thing if your speech isn't high enough it's basically like yes kill her or we're gonna fight right now if your speech is high enough i wonder if you could just be like don't do that she's my friend but the really the the part that made it kind of amazing was like it was obviously a choice Mm -hmm. like to do the difficult thing but it was like i know it's possible it's not impossible um it's just gonna be stupid hard and i got lucky in a number of ways like, I recall, like, just not getting hit as much right away and being like, this is going to be the one. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Take, oh, man. But it was funny. And I do mean I died a lot when I did that. Like, that was probably a solid hour and a half of me just, like, laughing my ass off, trying different combinations <laughs> of stuff, realizing at some point it's, like, it's it's all in or not at all. And after another point, I remember it's, like, I can't try it this much and then go a different direction. I got to do. Yeah, I got to follow it through. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, have you had 100 speech? I have 100 speech right now. So would you, have you done the end of the game, like the end, end, end of the game? Uh, I'm not, I just hit level 40 and with the, uh, all the DLC and stuff, you get 20 more points. So I'm relatively close to the end of the game, so. So, well, you didn't, but you didn't finish the storyline. No. Like, you didn't get to the credits. Not this time. So, um, spoiler alert, if you end up siding with the NCR and you go to Caesars and you storm Caesars, when you get to the end, you basically climb past, like, where Caesars, where Caesar actually is, and you talk to, like, the war master or the war general, like, one of Caesar's biggest guys. Yeah, he's the actual bad guy of the game. Pretty much, yeah, because mm-hmm. they're the... He's leading the front on. Yeah, New even Vegas. if you kill Caesar, that guy's. He's still the there. reason that they're about to like continue sending waves of people, and there's like four or five, maybe even more, one hundred speech checks you get with that guy, and you, if you go through the dialogue, it's really cool. You just convince the guy that if he if he goes through with his plan, his like he's a master of war that he will lose the war and it's not worth it and you just talk him out of it and it's a really cool dialogue and like the things that you're saying to him are really cool it's like shit that's in a movie like it's Mm. well written and then you just like and that's it (laughs) you're like that's cool as shit but he's and then he's like at the end he's like thank you and you're like are you shitting me but it's at the same time you think it's like yeah i have 100 speech i literally can't be better at talking i am like the second coming of the messiah it was maybe jesus had a level 100 speech i like to think so yeah i I usually maintain like a 60 to 65 speech on Mm -hmm. most days which is good yeah i i don't um i range between 12 and 13 which is, there's not a big ratio. My agility there. is basically zero, and my uh, luck is like a three, four. Intelligence is the only stat that I have any points in. <laughs> That's it. Maybe a little bit of charisma, but just enough to make people go, oh, look at him. There isn't a, <laughs> there isn't a perk for piano or anything, so. Yeah. I would, I would be useless in that, in that environment. Well, anywho um so uh 
you talked about the end of the game. I'll just talk briefly about the time I beat it. The only time I finished the game, I, like I said, I killed Mr. House. I took over his robots and I joined the NCR. So me and the NCR with an army of robots just fucking overtook that shit. And that last guy, that war master is the only time in that game I ever had a minigun. I used up every bullet for every gun I had. Boone was down and Rex was down. I had the dog and the sniper, and they were both dead. I was barely alive, and I think I killed him with that gun. And I, I literally, like, I had a few bullets left for that. I used up every bullet and every other one of my guns. And then at the very end, I threw the leader of the NCR over the dam. That's cool. That was when I turned on him. I was didn't the do very that. Very end anything. of the game. Yeah, that's cool. He's like, he basically says, "We're not going to surrender. We're going to fight you right now." And you you're like i can't let you walk away if that's going to be what it is so you uh yes man the robot that's always smiling just grabs him and throws him over the that's dam. hilarious yeah. the guy that you basically the first npc other than doc mitchell that you run into in the game no that's victor oh that's victor and yeah, you said uh yes man is like the the robot that after you kill mr house he'll like take over the army right 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 yeah right. so what do you think tim do you think that We've played the shit out of this game. Mm-hmm. Do you think we that have. I should abandon this disc and get rid of it, or do you think that it's a keeper? Absolutely, under no circumstance should you dump this game. This is uh, definitely, I mean, shit. You found it 10 years after it came out, and we're still talking about it 10 years after that. So that's a keeper. Indeed. That's what I'm thinking, too. Well, I want to say thank you to the band Memoria for providing our theme song, Demeter, from their EP. Uh, Excellent band, excellent songs. You can find them on Bandcamp. You should check them out. Memoria, M-E-M-O-R-I-A. They are currently not a band for reasons, but uh, they're excellent. They have a bunch of good music on there. They're super hardcore. Check them out. Uh, Timmy. Is there a way that anyone can see more of you if they're looking for you? Sure. Um, I'm available on... Well, not available. I'm accessible <laughs> I'm available on, on, I'm on Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I have Twitter and Instagram. You can at me, Timmy Tacos with a Z. Um, on both of them? On both of them. Nice. That is correct. Um, we'll be putting some, uh, some original tracks on SoundCloud.com backslash official underscore Timmy. Uh, don't miss out on that. And if you are a music type guy or a musician, uh, you're interested in recording or anything like that, uh, you can also visit Studio Seventeen. I'm sorry, Studio One Seventeen York dot com. Um, we book sessions. We do mixing and mastering, and I'm an engineer there. So if you want to work together on making some music, I can help you out with that also. But that's all the plugs that I have. Thank you awesome awesome man well uh, I have one more plug and it's just if you want to reach out to me send me an email at discdumppod at gmail.com and you can also find me on twitter with that same name and if you are so inclined to join our facebook group disc dump podcast fans with an exclamation point it is an open enrollment and you can join us there for the discussion uh until then thanks a lot guys and have a great day thank you very much i love you i love you